This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. This has got to be fun. <laughs> the companions are reunited. Things get weird at night when you fall asleep. Oh, yes. I got yes. a lot of stories. Yes, yes he does. And decisions must be made. What is the plan? Motivated by revenge. I'm going to kill them for what they've done to me and to Orphos. And we need to attract Brander. Yes. Or curiosity. The odor of this tent, if nothing else, is <laughs> staggeringly awful. It'd be nice to get some fresh air. <laughs> or bloodlust. I have not murdered in weeks. <laughs> A daring plan comes together. Oh, let's go inside and kill something. <laughs> the adventure continues. What the hell is this thing? And where did this thing come from? <laughs> come from? Right now. What's going on, good buddies from the West Coast to the Best Coast and back again? It's Troy LaValley here with another episode of the GCP, episode 125 to be exact. Can you believe we've done 125 of these stupid things? No one really enjoys this anymore, do they? I know I do. I love it. I love every second of it. Uh, actually, this episode is so much Fun. I, I don't remember the last time we had as much fun recording an episode as we did in this one. It is crazy, it is wild, and we'll get to it in just a second. We got a fun week this week. It starts with this episode right now, which is a blast. And then tomorrow, for all our Patreon subscribers at the $5 tier and up, we've got another installment of Disorganized Play with special guest Eric Mona. If you like last week's episode, Joe edited this one this week, and he texted me while he was editing it and said it's the best one we've done yet. Now, Joe has terrible, terrible taste. He's an Eagles fan, after all. But I tend to believe him when it comes to disorganized play. So get excited for that one. And then Thursday, we got all five of us knuckleheads on cannon fodder. This is, this is a jam-packed week. And it's about damn time because things are about to heat up. Business is about to pick up in this podcast. This is such a fun week. Why don't we just get straight to it? This roller coaster is climbing up, tick, 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 up, 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 and it's about to come ah, all the way through the end of book three, and it starts this week. So please enjoy episode 125 of the Glass Cannon Podcast, Raz to the Occasion. I've had this image in my head uh, all week, ever since last week's episode of the entire party uh, like stealthily rushing along the rock walls of Minderhall's Valley up to the palisade with like Umlo flying on a broom above them and becoming invisible, seeing this Rift Drake come in and you guys eventually making it. But I'm seeing like if this was in a cinematic sense, like all of you rushing towards the palisade, it like closes in on Sir Will's face and Lexington on the floating disc, Nestor's face, <laughs> steely-eyed, and Baron, all determination, leader of the pack, Umlo, wondering what's going to happen next. And then I see Della kind of rushing along as well. And I like close in on Della rushing, and I see her like having a moment, like she's done this before. And then I see Della as a little girl, <laughs> like rushing through a forest. But it's not so much that she's rushing, it's that she's being, like, dragged 
and trying to keep up. And you see this like branches whipping by, slapping her in the face, slapping her along the leg, drawing a little blood, blood from her bare ankles and from the sides of her arms, and she's rushing along. And you see the figure that's pulling her through the woods is her mother. And they're rushing along, and Della is just trying to like keep up mentally with what's going on. And this woman is is pulling her and like looking behind her to see if she's being chased or whatnot. Um, and then like they get to a clearing, and the mother stops for a moment, says something to Della like, "Stay here, don't move, don't leave my side." And she goes up ahead because she hears like a noise in the distance and wants to make sure it's not something dangerous. And maybe there's even like spells being cast while she's fighting against some wild animal or some creature, undead, giant, who knows? Della, meanwhile, just looks behind her, looks up ahead at her mother in the distance she can see her fighting through the trees. And Della turns around takes off back the way the mother came. And Della's running and running and running and running. Moves forward in time, and now it's later at night, and Della's just been running for probably hours. And she gets back to a small little house. The door is wide open. She walks inside and looks around. Doesn't seem that anyone is there. And all of a sudden... You're like huffing and puffing from behind and a man comes up, enters the house. Della whips around and sees her father. He grabs her, holds her tight, says, you did well. You did well to come back to me. But now we must flee. We must flee before your mother returns. Grab your things. We'll go now. Della grabs her things. They rush out the door. Della's now back, rushing along the palisade wall outside the cathedral of Binder Hall. As visions of moments from her past start to become clearer and clearer. And now, the entire party is back in the invisible tent. <laughs> Pembroke welcomes everyone with open arms. It's a little bit of a homecoming, but it's not yeah. like, ah, so good to see you. The fight is over. We did it. Um, Mission accomplished. <laughs> what the hell goes on here? I'm just going to oh sit back and God. have a glass of water. I don't even know where to start. Well, yeah, I guess Pembroke is... Just, just, tell us... What happened on your journey? Were you able to procure the items that uh, you were told to get? What happened? Have you found them? Yeah, no. Oh, man. Yeah, we got... I think we got everything. How's it been, lying on your backside uh, out here? Or we'll be doing all the real work. I haven't been lying on my back. You are now. sitting up now. (laughs) What's that? Oh, backside. Like sitting like... That was your your arse. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a clever tongue, but I think you'd be surprised to see what... Pembroke has been able to do. I've yeah. been off my backside quite a bit. Yes, no, sir. I've actually been quite productive while you've been gone. Well, we can get to that. Della wants to show Pembroke the clay. Ah, yes. Fascinating. And he, like, 
pulls out like a little pair of reading glasses <laughs> and puts them on and just like kind of inspects it. He says, oh, this is very ancient magic. Very ancient. Yes. Yes, this will do, I think. Good. Good. We're supposed to coat the forge with it. Yes. Yes. Yes, I see. Well done. Well done, my dear. Very well done. Uh, and Sir Will is going to... Uh, he's going to show the uh, plate to uh, Aram and Ymir. Um, this, this sort of uh, prayer. See if they recognize anything about it or if it has any sort of markings that they could understand. Ymir kind of tries to grasp it, but it's heavy in his hands and he can't quite hold it. He's like, I, I do not recognize these writings. This language is far too ancient for me to understand. Brother, do you know? And he kind of hands it to Aram, but they, they, neither of them can really hold it. Well, not just because they're beat up, but because they're just not fighters. They're not strong. And he's like, yes, I wish my father was here. I'm sure he would know more about this, but it is clear that this is something sacred. So hopefully it is the item you seek. Uh, Pembroke could do a linguistics check on it just to see the actual text. Uh, yeah, yeah, roll, uh, roll linguistics. But before you do that, Skid, I, we have been doing linguistics a little wrong, and I think we should try to do it the right way. Unfortunately, it's a little more work on your plate, Troy. You up for that? Uh, no. <laughs> do, you um, do you have that exertion grunt the on Sirenscape? Yeah, can that be uh, on the Sirenscape? <laughs> I've always had I've always had the players just roll linguistics, but actually the GM rolls linguistics because you're supposed to not know if what you are the conclusions you're drawing are correct or not. Ah, so, so uh, I ask you what your modifier is. Yeah, you ask what the modifier is, or you know, a good GM would have the character sheet of his players and have them all memorized. But whatever, how dare you? Whatever, <laughs> uh, you roll the check, and then if it succeeds, you're fine. If it fails, you roll a DC five wisdom check. If that fails, they think it succeeded, and they draw an incorrect conclusion. Uh, about Seems what like it's a says. real pain in the ass for a linguistics <laughs> check. But the point being, you should always roll twice, regardless of the first one passed. Right. Around, so we don't really know. Sure, we don't sure, really sure. know. So, so what's Pembroke's bonus, and then what's his wisdom modifier? Uh, my bonus for linguistics is plus fourteen. Okay. And uh, my wisdom modifier is plus three. Adela has linguistics, so she can she aid Pembroke. Sure. Uh, do I roll the aid as well? Well, what's her linguistics bonus? If it's ten, then you're good. Plus eight. Plus eight. So you got to roll to see if she aids. Okay. And then you have she to roll aids, wisdom check exactly. to see if her aid draws wrong conclusions to Pembroke's conclusion. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is great. Hold on. This is great. <laughs> Fuck fifth edition, man. This is where it's at. This is where it's at. <laughs> All right. So. Della aids. Plus 14. Plus 16 total. Della is trying to help Pembroke up. Pembroke, obviously. Oh, remember this word? Much more learned. <laughs> Uh, in this language, yeah, it, it, it's very clearly a prayer called the Blessing of Rosag. It actually says Blessing of Rosag, and then afterwards it's followed by, you know, an incantation. And if you start actually reading it aloud, Sir Will, you recognize it exactly as what you saw in your vision. So her like pump up prayer speech was actually that well, prayer. What language is it in? Because we wouldn't. Even a even a even a successful linguistics check wouldn't allow us to read it. It would just give us the general context. Right. It's in it's it's ru- they're runes, so it's more 
uh, it's all written in giant rules. It ruins. It's so it's not. It's, it's kind of like an art. But, it, like but an, is it the kind of thing where we would be able to just read it phonetically, even if we didn't understand the exact words? Totally. Yeah. Okay. You could that's get fine. The gist of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, you would assume that Atena probably can speak it as Rozak did. Yeah. And if you start to say too much of it, I would imagine it would make you a little uncomfortable, Sir Will, because you're reciting a, a prayer to Minerva. Right. But our concern here is if we give this prayer over to Atena, would she? Would we give her some power over us? Yeah, I don't trust her completely anyway. I know that she was being accurate in her depictions of my past, at least, and I believe yours too. But I still don't trust her, you know? It's, it does... Not completely. I have... I have thought that it makes a lot of sense for them to, to, to say that the forge needs to be lit in order for us to be powerful enough to fight. That's the way to get us to light the forge. Why would you say anything less? So I don't you, know. I don't know what a purpose Are you proposing be. that we have to be the ones to say the prayer? We have to light it within our, and keep everything within our power? I'm saying I don't know, but the concern is if it is not necessary and someone else can do it, then we just have walked them into their hands. Maybe we go and see Atena without the items. Tell her we have them, and see if she will tell us exactly what must be done to light the forge. I have a working theory on what needs to be done. Yes, please. Tell us about it. And, as backstory before Baron reads this, it was because I was rereading the Drake Bane's horn description as we were thinking about flying. Perfect. But put it together. I think what's going to happen is that we're going to coat the forge with clay. We're going to place Nestor's fire geodes in the clay. We're going to read the prayer and blow on the horn to call a dragon, the dragon we fought already, to light the embers on fire. (laughs) And I think that at that point... The whole thing's going to be out of our control. So it doesn't matter if we go with them or without them. We still have a dragon that I don't know if we'll have control over. Yes, this is my concern as well. I do have some magic at my disposal that could make the dragon more predisposed to be friendly to us, but there is no guarantee it will work, especially the creature as powerful as, as, it, as, it, uh, as a dragon of this, of this sort. Tell them, Pembroke. Tell them what he told you. Who? Isius. Isius. Oh, right. Yes. Sorry. Who? Who's Isius? Yes, Isius. <laughs> yes, I quite forgot. I got so Have excited. you had several other conversations in the last week? No, no. With no, anyone I, outside this well, tent? Well, with Razmataz. But uh, <laughs> has said quite a few very disturbing things indeed. Uh, yes. Sorry. Which I won't get into now. Things uh, get weird at night when you fall asleep. <laughs> oh, yes. I got yes. a lot of stories. Yes. Yes, he does. But, um... So I was able to procure the services of a, one of the stone giant guards named Isius, and he has told me that tonight there is no sermon scheduled, and thus the cathedral will be empty. We'll be able to enter very easily. Why is the cathedral going to be empty? Because there is no sermon tonight. Mm. Are, they, are they gathering somewhere else, or are they just going back to their no. tents and... No, there is no gathering within the cathedral walls. Well, then perhaps if we are extremely careful and do not let... uh, uh, Assuming, of course, just being careful that Atena is what Nesta says she is and deceiving us, if it's only her we have to worry about and not a legion of giants... We shouldn't be too concerned walking in there with those items yes, and talking I think to so. her. I think if, uh, we can if defend ourselves. We, we, will be able, we should be able to defend ourselves against, against her, if it is only her. 
Though I am down on spells. I've used most of my, my prepared spells for the day. Especially my pow- more powerful spells. This creature, Pembroke, how long can it be under your control? Well, um, we should have... How long has it been? Uh, it has been... Four days? Um, let's see. Ascendance Day. Le- level up. One, two, three days. Three. So I have three more days until the spell is expired. Did this giant tell you anything else of use? No, he is, unfortunately, is quite uh, low on the totem pole, as it were. So very little, uh, very little uh, information, useful information other than that. But uh, he will, uh, he may perhaps be of more use to us, depending on what happens next. You know what, we're back at the cathedral. Let's go back to roll 20. And let's hey. look at all of you guys <laughs> okay. on the map. Whoa. I still haven't found it yet. <laughs> this, this map is enormous. That is a big, this is a big map. Yeah, zoom in on the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 people huddled there. Uh, oh, my God. Just south of the, uh, isn't that cool when you zoom oh, in? Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, God. they're so tiny oh, that like found the ants. <laughs> uh, there's wow. Razvataz, see him? And there's Nestor with his bow. Uh, that is Ymir with the gray uh, head there, Aww. followed by Aram as balding. And there's, there's Lork with his bow. Uh, and then we've got... You are aware that Della is not entirely blue, right? That's my only option. Uh, there's Baron and then uh, Pembroke with the staff ta- leading, leading the group here. This is like a Google Maps thing where it's just like, hey, it's my car. <laughs> is Baron holding a shotgun? Yeah, he is holding a shotgun. Uh, okay. And then wow. there's Sir Will Umlo with a great axe for some reason and then a fully blue... That's really cool. I was thinking of you know how a few weeks ago, once again, we had another good aliens reference, and this one, it's like looking at that giant blueprint, you know, where they're trying to find them, and like, oh, they're down here, and it's this tiny little thing, smoking or non-smoking, exactly. (laughs) Now, if you zoom Uh, way the hell out and look, I've covered up the cathedral again. Yeah, yeah, spend some time. And look at the size it's of that huge. in comparison it's so to you guys. Huge. I can't believe this can even fit in a book. Like I don't. Yeah, how enormous. did they put this in a book? Is it book? like every square? Every square is ten feet, right? Yeah, every square is ten feet. Is it a fold out? It's ridiculous. You should see the Order of the Amber Die did it in a full size map, and it looks unbelievable. Oh yeah. Don't go looking yet. I should watch that. Over, you should well watch no, no, that. No, no, not you, skid. <laughs> not you too at home. <laughs> Especially you. <laughs> you know who you are. And the cathedral. There was a, the side door to the cathedral. Is that the one that's just north of that tent? Yes, that's the one that Nestor peeped in on the sermon a couple nights ago. But now Pembroke is saying, no sermon tonight. Yeah, so we can get in tonight. Yeah. If we're going to do it, tonight's the night. Pembroke has a, a vague idea of the sermon schedule as well. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, your, your goal right now is to get into the forge heart to see Atena. Yeah, yeah. God, I think, <laughs> like what in the fuck? Like Will's heart is pounding out of his chest. He's sweating. His, his palms are sweaty. He's Mom's sick with nervousness. No. Are we going? Are we going to light the forge? Yes, we're going to do it. Baron, you said you wouldn't do it. You said in Torag's name you wouldn't do it. We just have to keep on marching forward. We have to see if we could sabotage the forge itself afterwards and keep the power to ourselves. We have to see if we can stop this 
evil army from encroaching on the rest of the world, and the only way out is through. And we need to attract Brander. Yes. Nesta, you? Uh, you know, I've been thinking about it, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to kill this fucking bastard, right? So yeah. if it means uh, giving homage to whatever this thing is, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to fucking like that forge as well. I am Adorome, Adorondax, whatever the name is. I am that person. I want to embrace it, and you should be too, because this is very fucking important. And Sir Will. Della is very <laughs> confused by this. <laughs> I've had a change of art. It's been a week. Sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... Sense motive. <laughs> Skid is eagerly awaiting your score. <laughs> Not saying that I am lying. 15. But I rolled a, uh, a 40. <laughs> <laughs> so, Della is very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> and Baron turns to Sir Will and says, The Inquisitors of Toreg have a different viewpoint on things than you paladins of Iomade must. We believe that we can take the weapons of our enemies and the powers they have and turn them against them. And that is what my hope is. That would be my hope too, but how can you trust it? We've already done it. And, and Della points to heart spear. That's a good point. It's a single spear, Della. It is not the power of the gods. You, the powers you play with here, it's not to be taken lightly. I don't take anything lightly. And it is with... Weary feet I will tread to the forge, but it is a journey that I think I must make. I will speak to Atena one more time, and then I will decide. And um, as things are winding down, um, Baron approaches Lork. Mm. And... uh, in this very cramped little space. Yeah, and he kind of. <laughs> can we have a moment alone? <laughs> can we have the tent, please? <laughs> he uh, <laughs> drags Lork to a corner. Where did these briars come from? <laughs> but uh, there are one d four briars on the path. <laughs> you're hurting me. <laughs> Baron, you're hurting me. <laughs> Baron pops a squat right on his keister. Uh, gets eye to eye, and he says, It's been a long time since we've had a heart-to-heart lork. Oi, it has. I'm glad that uh, you're still with us on this fight, and I can't wait until we get out of here to see if we can help you anymore. We will, Baron. I'll get, ba- I'll get back on my feet. <sighs> I don't know any other way to tell you than just to come out and tell it. Barry Connick Jr., is dead. And he was killed by our own hands. He was a, He was abused. He was mangy. He had been taken in by our enemies and was being used as some sort of scent animal to track down any of their foes. He, he wasn't himself. He was a shell of what he was. I only hope that his passage into the other world was one of respite and peace for him based on the state I saw him in. When? When did this happen? 
during our journey about halfway through. I knew it. I knew it was something. I could feel it. Your own hand. Why? They'd driven him to, to attack you. Yes, he was on his way to kill us. and Before we knew it, he was gone. And he was unrecognizable in his state. None of us had the time nor the knowledge to speak up otherwise, to try to snare him or trap him and bring him back to you. We would have done it, Lord. You gotta believe me. No, I believe you, Baron. He puts a hand on his shoulder. I, I knew something had happened. And now it's... I'm glad to know what it is. And... If Barry had to die that way, and... Then that is what it is. But I... I don't know if I can forgive myself for what they did to him. To make him do that. I should have never let him go. I should have never been captured by these fiends. I hate them, Baron. I hate them all. What they did to me. I need your help. But if I can get back on my feet, I'm going to kill them. I'm going to bring justice to them. For what they done to me. And to Orphos. And to Barry. And whoever else is going to die before the end. And for Abria. Aye. We got to bring justice to all these people. And for Abria. I'm sorry I can't be more of a help now, but but I will. I will. And Lork, even if you aren't able to fight with us now, you have one of the strongest hearts out of all of us. I'd love it if you'd say a word or two to Della about this. She seems to be taking Barry's loss harder than anyone. Was it her? Was it Did her? she kill him? No. Who was it? I, I have to know, Baron. The killing blow was landed by Nestor. I'd steer clear of him because he's a real son of a bitch. He's not going to make you anything but piping angry. Oi. He's a thief and a murderer. I know the kind. All right, I'll talk to Della. I'll talk to her before we leave. In fact, before you drag me back through the thorns, could you just send her out here? <laughs> but before he leaves, <laughs> Baron hands Lork a new bottle, a stout, and it has a drawing of Barry on it. And he says, one of these days I'm going to give you one of these ales for a good reason. But until then, drink to remember not to forget. Thank you, Baron. Please tell Della I'd like to talk to her. And he's looking down at the at the bottle, and he just wants to pound it immediately. <laughs> uh, when when it's clear that you guys have finished speaking, Ymir comes over to you, Baron, like while you're still with Lorik, and says, "I I would like to come with you, if I may. I might be able to provide some s- sort of healing. I am not as he's- strong as my father, but." I can help. He's been doing well, Baron. He's been he's been praying, he's been practicing. We all have. I don't like the idea 
of a citizen being in the line of fire. That's what uh, that's what we're here for. I, I, I'll, I'll stay in the back and just provide healing should anything go wrong. And at that point, Aram comes over and is like, no, absolutely not. You're brave, Ymir. But if anyone will go, it will be me. I must do it for our father. For if I should die, you will go back to Shinnaman's fortune and raise it up strong again. And that's kind of been the dynamic lork that you've seen between them. Yeah. Uh, he's got it's like a Roderick cursed sort of thing, and so Ymir doesn't even like question it. He just nods silently, and Aram looks to you. Says, I am not my father, but if I can provide any help after what you've done for my brother and I, I will provide it. I don't like it, but I know that you saw your entire town. Get destroyed by these bastards. And if you feel like the only way to get your revenge is to help us, welcome aboard. Thank you. I shall stay in the back and channel positive energy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Della would like to request that Rasmataz come along. Hey, what, what's going on? <laughs> the, 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 the blue-haired girl wants me to come. What are we doing? Pembroke, um, what, what's, yes, what's yes. this all about? No, absolutely. I think uh, Rasmataz here could be of some use to us uh, if things uh, go badly. Oh, I've been itching for a murder. Yes, but of course things <laughs> might have a greater probability of going badly if he does come with us is the other problem. Well, I'm, I'm just here to help. I have not murdered in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> this is killing me. On the balance, I think it's better to keep him with me. Are you... <laughs> Are you not coming with us? No, I, I, I'm coming, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm here. I'll keep close to who, you. Who I, did you talk to just then? I, <laughs> I wouldn't. How many people are in this town? <laughs> I wouldn't miss this for the world. It would be. Yeah, it must be so exciting for Pembroke. Yeah. It would be. The odor of this tent, if nothing else, is staggeringly awful. It would be nice to get some fresh air. <laughs> it will also be refreshing to adventure with someone of intelligence. Yes. Such uh, as yourself. I wish we had more time, Della. I'd love to talk about magical theory. It's been too long. I did have some questions for you. Maybe soon, this is a Soon enough, perhaps later. on a cannon fodder at another point or something. <laughs> <laughs> Rasmataz leans into you, Pembroke. Do I, do I kill her? No, no, no. Oh. Listen, here's a, here's a general rule of thumb. Him? <laughs> Any, anyone you can see right now, yes. don't kill them. Don't, right. even, don't even try to kill them. Just a question. I can't really see that guy in the back too well, so I can kill him. <laughs> no, 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 no. Points of Baron. Any- <laughs> <laughs> Baron's just sharpening his gun. <laughs> I need a right, new... Anyone, I- anyone you can see right now or who is armed with a firearm, <sighs> do not kill them. All right, so All right. don't kill most of the people in this tent. De- Baron, sorry, I had something to say, yes? Baron looks directly at the red cap and says... I've been needing a new cap for some time now. <laughs> <laughs> you just give me a reason and I'll take it off your damn head. Oh, all right. All right, this one's feisty. Do you dip your caps in blood too? This is going to be fun. <laughs> Should be interesting. Uh, and then, you know, Baron brings Della over to uh, Lork. Della, I... I know what you think of me and I don't think you're wrong. I'd apologize again, but I don't think there's much point in it. You should know that I did what I thought was best. And if you don't approve, then I understand. But 
as you can tell, it's been dangerous, no matter what we've all tried to do. We've only found ourselves in more and more dangerous situations. And this one's no exception. And I... I heard what happened to Barry. Della stiffens. Baron told me. He told me everything. And you should know that I knew it when it happened. I couldn't name it, but I knew it. I knew it in my heart. That creature was bound to me. And he... He left this world. And since his presence has faded, I know that he's in a better place. Now nothing makes me more angry than what they did to him. And I suspect you're pretty angry as well. And I know you've used your anger to accomplish a lot of things. And I know it's kept you alive. And I won't tell you not to use it. Especially tonight. But remember, more important than anything, we all have to get out of here alive. We all have to walk out with these giants dead behind us. So don't do anything stupid. Keep your focus. All right? Dell just gives him a curt nod. And then as she starts to walk away, she says, Try not to get killed. (laughs) (laughs) She's a lovely girl. (laughs) It's interesting, too, because I feel like Baron's totally forgiven him after he lost his feet in this bear. But Della, whew, it's tough. That wound, that's Della. She holds a grudge. Dark path. All right. So you know. No sermon going on tonight. Pembroke knows there are guards. One of them is Isseus. What's happening inside the cathedral? You don't know. All you know is it's not hundreds and hundreds of giants who will immediately kill you. <laughs> what is the plan for <laughs> Pembroke, Nestor, Rasmataz, Aram, Umlo, Della, Sir Will, and Baron. Ymir will stay with Lork to protect you. I believe, Nesta, that we should go in the path that you had found. The choir loft. Yeah. If we go through that way, we can get a view over to, over the... They give us an overview. The high ground, yes. Yeah, we take we the high ground. Descend to the altar. Yes, yeah, good idea. And, uh, I have... Uh, uh, a couple of uses of invisibility that I can use. I know Della does as well, if that helps. My spells are depleted. Well, I can use one on you and uh, on myself. And uh, I have one other. Pembroke, do you have access to anything that could silence my magical handbanger? Um, let me check. Uh, no, unfortunately I don't. Oh, wait. Actually, do you know what I have? just slipped my mind, old man's memory and so forth, I have greater invisibility, which I can use. Oh, yes, I, I learned it from your spellbook. Yes, I don't, that's right. I'm not a, a powerful enough to cast it yet. Yes, but I, I can. So that, that, may, that may be helpful. What does that do? What's different about that? Well, I'll read from the description. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it's been too long! <laughs> it is time for Nerds! <laughs> Coming soon to Sirenscape. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
Well, okay. It actually may not be that useful because the spell functions like invisibility except that it doesn't end if the subject attacks, which is great. You should give it to Nestor. But it only lasts one round per level. Yeah, so it's very limited. So thing, it yeah. can be used in... It's not used to sneak around. It's no, used no, to no. Be a deadly, in combat. Deadly it's a combat assassin. thing. So but right. it's great for Nestor. If you combine that with assassinate... Yeah. <laughs> true. Oh, my God. Very true. You're... Oh, let's go inside and kill something. <laughs> that, that was not Sir Will. That was not and and Will. mass invisibility is an even greater spell, or is that a available? sphere of invisibility? Uh, Do you have one of those? I on don't know. No, I don't. I don't have any of them. <laughs> the problem is, when I left the university, I only took my traveling spell books, and I lost two of them on the way. That misplaced them. Just slipped my mind. So all I have left is what I have left, and that's one of the... I had access to a great many other spells. I don't have them now, unfortunately. Um, do you want to do a floating disc for Sir Will in Lexington again? I can use my Pearl of Power to cast it again. Wait, should we go into this without you having any spells? Well, should that's we, what I was, that's what uh, well, I was Well, we have to go tonight. Yeah. Yeah, no, don't cast any more spells. Use okay. your Pearl of Power for fly or invisibility or something like that. Well, it's, all, it's a level one, so I could use it. And I also have Spell Recall, so I can use that as well my, with my Arcane Pool. So if, Got it. If we're afraid of being caught... I'm not concerned. All right. Especially since, like, literally, we could have Nestor go in and look himself now and see if anybody's in there. Yeah. I also true. love the idea of, like, uh, Will and uh, Lexington not making any noise on this disc, but just being super obvious as they go down a hallway. <laughs> yeah. and just like you know what I was thinking they look like? Trying to creep Washington back uh, behind a corner. <laughs> they look like they're mini. Pointing ahead. All right, so, so, so the I ten have... of you, eight of you are going to go, but are you going to send... Yeah, scouts. I think we should send Nestor and whoever else wants to to scout. Uh, you know, Sir Will will stay back for. Um, and I, I do. Yeah, Pembroke has three, three instances of invisibility, which is one minute per level. So that's seven minutes that he could use, and he could use one on Nestor if he wants to go in and scout, and make him as stealthy as any person has ever been in the world. Okay, great. Let's uh, do it. Can you can you bring? Um, I don't want to screw it up, but just for stonework purposes, should Baron go with Nestor? Or Nestor just wants to go solo. No, I think no. Yeah, hey, I mean, uh, I mean, he's not going in to complete the mission. He's just going in to see oh, if yeah, there's yeah. anybody right there. Perfect. If not, we're all going in. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, cool. then I'll, I'll I'll do it myself. Cast a spell, old man. <laughs> he's always that rude. Don't don't worry about it. No, no, it's all right. <laughs> I, I'm I'm well aware that I am an old man. Um, right, Nestor, sit still and. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> <laughs> that is the sound of invisibility being cast, and he is invisible. All, All right, right, so he's so invisible, so he's just going to sprint to the door? Yeah. Because, yeah, that gives him how many minutes? Seven minutes. Seven minutes. All right, perfect. You see the distance there. <coughs> yeah. So he's going to go full-on run past the Oculus tent. Bow drawn, I'm assuming. Yep. Past Ryder Bloodfreckle's tent. You get past that right before you get to the steps. Roll a perception check. Okay. 22. 22. Towards the front of the cathedral, you see a stone giant on patrol. Uh, you are invisible still. I'm yes. Drunk. All right. You see that out there. I'm going to memorize his description. I'm going to study target, memorize his description. And keep working my way towards the uh, the door. Okay. You make your way to the door. Mm-hmm. It is closed. Does not appear to be locked. 
All right, uh, I'm gonna make a stealth. <laughs> I want to make a stealth check to try to open it just a just a crack, uh, and to do it silently so that even that giant doesn't notice it. Mm-hmm. What's your stealth plus forty? Uh, my well, yeah, with the invisibility, my stealth right now is plus thirty-eight. Uh, save the save your die roll. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you crack open the door, and as you crack open the door, you hear talking. Coming from like the middle of the cathedral, kind of between the nave and the uh, sanctuary. Apps. Yeah, apps. That other stone giant just keeps doing its rounds. Doesn't see you. You very quietly open that door. Mm. Do you slip in? Yep. All right, you slip in. And you see a lot more. You see across the room that same two-headed troll that was swearing in mm. to ogres, it looked like. Remember, they were on, yeah, standing yeah. on the pews, like boasting of their battles yeah. in the fighting pits. But now you see him just talking to two stone giants. Okay. As far as you can tell, you don't see anything else okay. in the room. And you know that Atena, her forge heart, is up on the dais in a secret door in the uh, statue. All right. Uh, <coughs> I move uh, far enough into the room where I can just see everything. Um moving around if I have to just to like make sure that there's nothing hidden okay roll perception check alright uh 38 that's the nice thing with this cloak the Zorn cloak is it gives me a plus 5 in my perceptions my perception is plus 18 right now wow uh I'm sorry you said 30 uh 38 38 uh it appears to be just those three creatures in the room. Okay. You see around the corner the stairs leading up to the choir loft um, where you disposed of Ruddig Headstomper and his two goons. On the far, far side of the room are the doors that lead back into the Grog Hall area. But it looks like there's just three enemies in here right now and one patrolling outside. Okay. Um, and if I have time, I would like to make my way to each of the doors leading out of this room and just <coughs> listen at them to see if there's anyone, if I, if, if I know there's anyone on the other side. Okay, uh, the doors like leading to the Grog Hall and to the front of the cathedral? Uh, well, that one I won't bother because I can see out there. But all right, so you want to try and zip all the way to the other side of the room yep. and listen over there. Yeah. All right, uh, rolling over that perception, you like this is going top speed because you know you want to get back before invisibility ends. Yeah. So you get up there, rolling a perception over, you hear nothing on the other side of that wall. Okay. And then you get back. You see outside that stone giant is just kind of walking around. He's walking a little farther south towards where the party is, but they're hidden. Okay. Uh, I head back to the tent. Okay. Maybe halfway through, invisibility runs out, but you've got the cover of the tents and the side of the building in order to sneak back without that stone giant seeing you. Yeah. 
and come back in, still invisible. So, hello, it's me. Don't be alarmed. <laughs> so, there is uh, there's one stone giant, like, kind of doing a perimeter uh, patrol outside, and I describe him exactly to Pembroke just to see if this is the same, if this is uh, the one he charmed. Right, and it does not appear to uh, match the description that Pembroke... It's not. So, no, that's not him. The, the one I have, he's wearing a silly hat. All right. Um, so apart from that, there's two stone giants and that same two-headed troll uh, that's in there. This is and that's it. And I check the other doors. It doesn't seem to be, as far as I can tell, anyone like in the vicinity other than them. So if you want to go in, ambush them, and then head into the end of the room, we can try that or whatever you want to do. Is it feasible to sneak by them, or will we have to fight them? We could try. I certainly could. I don't know about the rest of you lot, but I could do it. Deb Baron probably could. Hmm. It's worth a shot. If we set them off, if they see us, we fight them, we kill them. If not, we get by. Della, Della nods. She approves this plan. Baron's all with it. Give me the odds, Nesta. Never tell me the odds. I'll never tell you the odds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I'd say forty-five to one that that they see us. No, it's just general. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. It's general odds. Well, I'm just uh, wondering if Will should just stay back and let you go in and just. Well, you want to talk to Atena again. You have to talk to Atena. So yeah. no, I know. I'm saying like you guys go in, just plan an ambush and just start raining ranged attacks down on them and kite them and kill them. Yeah. What about that guy over there? And, and what I'm saying is me coming would blow the cover on that before you could get into position to, like, rain down. Yeah, okay. And I guess you could rain more than Baron. Baron has to wait till they're right there. So yeah. I we guess. could just send our, our new friend here up. I could go take care of that guy. Who wants to come? What about you, little guy? I don't... <laughs> Sir Will looks at Rasmataz <laughs> and just shakes his head nonplussed. He's like, <laughs> how is stealth an option here? <laughs> We're going to have to take them out. Baron pulls Pembroke over and says, Pembroke, what if we give the little bugger his wish and let him fight the three people by himself in the back of the cathedral and sneak in in the back of the statue while he's doing that? Yes. Well, it would make him very happy, at least for a few moments. Until he dies, exactly. Until he dies, and then it would, uh, it could help, yes. Rasmataz? Yeah? <laughs> um... How, how would you feel about going in? I'll do it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's settled. That sounds like a master plan. <laughs> I shall miss. Pembroke, you would leave him to die. Well, I shall miss our conversations. <laughs> but um, you are aware of the risks, Rasmus. Sure. I just, I'm just itching for a fight. Let's, let's do it. I'll go right now. Right. He starts to walk out. No, 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 wait, wait. wait. <laughs> oh, okay. Hold on. Wait, we'll, we'll settle on a plan and then... So excited. Do, and I lean, like, close to Dallas and say, I was going to have to kill him at some point anyway. This, this, this works out wonderfully. All right, Rasmataz. All right. So, uh... Della yeah. is, is both impressed and a little confused. <laughs> we, we could have him get that stone giant on patrol and then have him, like, ask him to have... 
the giant chase them inside, and then they could all kind of fight like right up front while we go in through the side door. That Something could. tells me uh, Razmataz is not one for conversation once the combat rounds begin. Yeah, I think we should just go in the side door and let him loose. Let him just, yeah. And we could actually, we could cast invisibility on him also. <laughs> Just so he could get right. one like good sneak attack in, and he could he could get on them before they realize he's there. Yeah. Oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. So, so yeah. Sir Will is going to have to clarify with Pembroke that this creature is beyond redemption, right? Like it's not like he can be talked out. Oh of being yeah, he pulls, evil. pulls aside. It's like you have no idea. <laughs> I have had I have had many in depth conversations with him over the past week, and. I mean, red caps are, are awful, horrible creatures. And in fact, I think he may be one of the worst of the lot. <laughs> I do, I do enjoy the company. Rasmataz. Yes. What's the best thing you've ever ever done? The best thing I've ever done is is me, my new friend over here, Pembroke. <laughs> I hope we're friends forever. Oh yes. Aww. I promise you. No, Rasmataz. I promise you, we will be friends for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's all I wanted to hear. You know, Excellent. a couple weeks ago, I don't even know you. Now we're best friends. Yes. <laughs> funny, right. funny how life works. <laughs> let's let's do it. Let's all do right. It. Let this me at him. This is so you horrible. Should, no. <laughs> I have never. This is horrible. The, this is the last paladin I ever play. <laughs> now right. I, I do. To, I do want to clarify. Just a skid. Red caps are some of the most oh, evil yeah. creatures in all of Pathfinder. Yeah. This one right. is friendly to us because we have compelled him to be so for the moment. <laughs> right. But we shouldn't let that cloud our judgment here. Yeah, yeah. This is an irredeemable creature. <laughs> yeah. this the is, fact that's that I've made him lovable is uh, not yeah. important. That it's should all, not. Yeah. Don't let that color your, your opinions here, people. It's that's really just a compliment to Troy's acting skills. Exactly. Yeah. Let's all give a big hand to Troy for yeah. making yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Wait, Rasmus has one question. I'm gonna miss me. What's what's <laughs> you have you have three enemies to fight. Uh-huh. What's your strategy? Well, I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna scythe one, I'm gonna kick another one of the nuts. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Sounds good to me. And then right, I'm yes. gonna bathe in their blood and bring some back for my new friends. Yes. <laughs> It'll be it'll be a joy to watch. It'll be a joy to watch you doing what you do best. Oh, I can't wait. We're all behind you, literally. Two hundred feet behind you. <laughs> all right. So, are all of you going now? Yeah. 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 Well, the stone giant on patrol. We have to wait till he patrols the other side of the cathedral. All right. So, if you wait so just long keep an enough, eye out. that stone giant eventually, uh, you know, not unlike Isseus, it, it comes over there, doesn't doesn't notice anything strange like Isseus does, and he uh, continues back north of the cathedral, or like to the eastern portion, the front door of the cathedral. That's when you guys see your moment. This is ridiculous. Uh, you see your moment. We all hustle to the door. And you all hustle to the door. The, uh, this is just, a great idea by Grandpa. Yeah, I, yeah. Great just, I can't let this pass. Just the what a great idea. Let's see. Let's see how it turns out. Before we start heaping praise. Uh, Alright, so you're all up at the side door. <laughs> do you just push him in and shut the door? What do you do? No, well, just push him in. I invisible. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Pembroke uh, casts invisibility on him. Says, uh, Good luck, my friend. It has been a genuinely interesting experience knowing you. Uh, do you want to cast vanish on him? I'll be right back. Is that what you're thinking? No, or do you, or vanish? I can. I was gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll let. Yeah. Let's yeah. Vanish. I don't know you, but you sound horrific. It's been nice meeting you. That's I, the sweetest thing anyone's ever said to me. And Della vanishes, <laughs> vanishes him. 
All and right. then Pembroke has to just kind of, or uh, Nestor has to kind of gently point him around the corner and be like, right there. And, and Baron turns to Sir Will and says, this is what I mean by using their weapons against them. Check it out. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so you cast invisibility or she did vanish instead? Vanish. vanish. Okay. So there are many ways I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be doing a disservice to the audience if I didn't play out this fight in real time. Okay. Okay. So Razmataz <laughs> enters the room. I'm so excited. And just sees three creatures. Oh, I'm going to bathe their blood. Might even eat one. And just walks up to the stone giant <laughs> while invisible and swings his scythe in a surprise round. <laughs> and uh, misses. Oh, no. no. Really? And Troy then becomes on. visible. And uh, now I'm rolling for initiative. Uh, all right, so there's two stone. There's the natural twenty. That would have been nice. Uh, stone giant. So, I mean, and can we can we can we sneak help? by as it's going on? You can at a certain point. You can come in. Well, I mean, the whole point is to not help. Yeah, we're not. We're I not was going like, not to fight, but I might like grease the giants or something. No, no, no. That'll totally not ruin the surprise. To try to be not, distracted. No, not now. When think wait, as we're sneaking by, if we see that he's losing or something. Yeah. I, th- I thought we were just running. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going straight to four times speed. Yeah, all right. This is totally cool with Barry letting this guy just die. Well, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Play some uh, yeah, uh, people at home can enjoy listening to it. You guys can enjoy watching it go down. Round one. I think we've just given Troy, Troy his dream versus <laughs> Troy. Troy in an all-out Troy. <laughs> the uh, huge, gigantic live uh, from Troy, Nevada. <laughs> two-headed troll steps up and attempts to bite Rasmataz. And remember, Rasmataz has DR10, like a, a cold iron. That's right, DR10, yeah. cold iron. <laughs> yeah. So it steps up, misses. Stone Giant 1, the one that he attacked, (laughs) goes to swing twice. I'm going to get a beer. Anyone want a beer? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, want anything? All right. Want some wings? First attack, natural 20. Oh, no. This is Stone Giant? (laughs) With a great club. Oh, 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 my God. To confirm, uh, 20 to confirm. That's a hit. Red cap, he has AC 20. So it's going to be 4d8 plus 24 damage. Oh. It's not a crit. Uh, it's not a fan critical. Oh, he's unnamed. It's unnamed. Do we have a backup plan? Well, we can we fight just, them. Well, <laughs> we'll just fight them ourselves. What's our really initiative? Our, our initiative is just at the end of the first round. Uh, the whole point was to run as soon as we heard the combat. Right. Yeah. Well, let's get a round done and see how it goes. Uh, can he survive a round? 46 points of damage. Uh, oh, 36? Which will be 36. Yes. Which puts him at uh, uh, 24, 24 hit points yeah. level. God. Uh, and uh, the other stone giant steps up, uh, has reach, swings through his buddy, so he's going to get a little bonus to his AC, still hits with an Addy 16. Uh, oh, wait a minute. That first club was just its first club attack. Second club on him... Uh, also hits. Oh Jesus! Hey, and you had the uh, the first attack that that he made be flat against flat footed AC. I right? did. Yeah, their flat footed is pretty damn good. So the first one crits and then hits 
for another 22 points of damage, which is just going to be 10 wow. points of damage. So he's down to 14 hit points. What's Razmataz doing right now? <laughs> he's just... <laughs> This is a terrible idea. <laughs> goes to the other one goes to swing and uh, twenty two does hit. Oh, he's 16 dead. Sixteen points of uh, yeah, he's he's down and he is unconscious and dying. Well, well wait, no, he had fourteen left. He had fourteen left, and then I rolled uh, eighteen points of damage. Was eight? But no, actually, yeah, he's, still still up. Up. he's, he's got, got six, six hit six points, points left, and now he does a full attack. On the uh, stone giant that came up to him. Yeah. First attack with the scythe. Get your licks in. 26. There hits we go. Hits the stone giant. Nice. 4. 2d4 plus. 10. 10 damage. Thank you, Skid. Uh, 13 damage. So that first stone giant takes 13 damage. And then, as he promised, he tries to kick him in the nuts. <laughs> kick. Uh, 14 misses on the kick. Don't forget... Red Caps also has fast healing three. That's right. So he heals three up to nine hit points. It's the end of round one. You guys can now act as a team. What Let's, do you do? We just all oh, we move run. full speed towards uh, the secret door. Okay. <laughs> there is a pretty big, uh, whatchamacallit, like the seating is pretty high. And from where you guys are. I think Sir Will could run right under it like they wouldn't see him. You've all got a good chance to uh, get there. Yeah. I'm going to roll three D20s. If any of them come up as a 20, one of them sees you. Okay. Otherwise, you will make it unmolested while poor, poor Rasmataz. They must be thinking, what the hell is this thing and where did it come from? <laughs> where did this thing come from? <laughs> Probably dies. 3d20s right between Joe and Matthew here. A 12, a 17, and a 17. Okay. All right. All right. Make it to the dance. Yes. And I, the Ballad of Rasmataz! <laughs> I, I apologize. He died a hero! <laughs> Bahaimari! Bahaimari! He died missing trying to kick someone in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Giant nuts, I'll add. Yes. Uh, and as you get to the door... And to open it to slip down, you do see the stone giants the f- and the two killing troll. troll. Killing blow knocks him down unconscious, and then the two-headed troll with two swords just starts chopping him to pieces. Oh. And Rasmataz is dead. Oh, Raz, buddy! Oh, As you no. slip into the stairs. Does he have any final words? <laughs> I died as I lived. <laughs> that's that's artwork. <laughs> Die. <laughs> Die. <laughs> that is artwork I have to see. The Just, battle huge and us tiny in the background running away. Oh, <laughs> so awesome. Oh, my God. So you guys get in there as the sounds of just a brutal beating <laughs> echo throughout the chamber. <laughs> People are going to be so mad at you guys. Just me. You can blame me for killing Rasmus. And the eight of you. <laughs> Rasmataz is no longer with us. You think back to that moment when Pembroke charmed him. The fight ended and you were all talking. I should probably introduce myself. No. Can I hold the baby? (laughs) We're going to be best friends forever. 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 Oh my god. Oh my god. 
<laughs> oh my god, this is the worst in memoriam montage ever. <laughs> oh. 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 He gave so much. <laughs> and you have now made it to the forge heart as his oh. heart stops beating. <laughs> Thanks again to Ben Gauthier for the uh, sad <laughs> version of the theme. Oh my goodness. May it never be heard again. You walk. Yeah. Razzmatazz, he'll get a, a GCP tombstone. He will. <laughs> right next to all the greats. You walk down the winding staircase. And see flickering light bouncing off the walls towards the end of the staircase. Assuming you move forward. And you walk into the room, and the first thing you see is Farron. Oh, Farron. She's standing by the forge. And way in the back of the room, almost towards the bed, you see a tenor sitting there. Have you retrieved the four elements needed to relight Minderhall's forge? We have, Atena. Will, like, snaps, looks at Baron, like, oh my god, I don't like this at all. <laughs> Pembroke, like, lays his hand on his on uh, Will's shoulder just to kind of like, reassure him. In order to relight the forge... The first two parts are the easiest part. We can do them down here. First, we'll line the furnace with the sacred clay. Then place the fire geodes inside of the furnace down here. The rest we must do upstairs. Once they are lit, we will recite the prayer together. In Minderhall's name. You kind of just glided over the rest there. Uh, Atena, could you elaborate a little bit for me, please? In terms of what? How do we light it? You have Jograthir's horn, don't you? I do. It's right here. Well, you'll have to call forth a dragon to light the geodes. We've got some work to do. I'll see you next week. Oh, oh God! Oh. I can't wait on this decision oh, another week. Man. Oh, oh God. God! Damn it! That's a cliffhanger. It's a dragon hanger. Forever. Forever. <laughs> the Glass Cannon Podcast is a powerhouse and Tate production, and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. 
This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.